0: Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mess Hall podcast. This is episode number 58. This week's guest is pretty awesome. I really enjoyed the talk I had with Mona Pinder. She is a Calgary community leader for Mealshare, um, a great organization. They're doing some awesome work in Calgary. I'm not going to get too much into it on this part because we're talking about it later on in the podcast, but it was a really, really awesome episode. I really enjoyed talking to her. And we also talked about a lot about poutine with uh, Poutine with a Passion coming up. It's formerly the uh, Poutine Week here in Calgary. So there's over 80 restaurants serving up different poutines in the city. You get to hear about some awesome ones that we talk about, some of the former ones that won last year. So like I said, Poutine Week or Poutine with a Passion is going to be starting at the end of the week. So make sure you go out and... Try as many poutines as you can. I know I'm going to try a couple, and I'll post them up on social media. And that all starts Friday. So, like I said, make sure you get out and get some poutines. So make sure you check out all the show notes to find out where all those poutines are and where to find Mealshare and their website and social media and everything like that, like I said, in the show notes. And if you like this episode, make sure you give it five stars on iTunes and give me any feedback on Twitter at the Mess Hall Pod or send me an email at the themesshallpodcast at com. The Mess Hall Podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, powered by ATB. This week's podcast shout-out is going to Don't Call Me a Guru. This is a podcast about social media strategy from Canadian social media strategist Linda H- Hogan. Um, it's a great podcast. I've been listening to it because I want to find out how I can grow my podcast and... Especially, I think, social media is a great way to do it. So I've been listening to a couple of episodes. They've been really good so far. I'm hoping to dig in more to the back catalog. So, like I said, it's a great podcast. Make sure you give it a listen. And if you like it, like I said earlier, give this one five stars as well because it is a really good podcast. And to find out more awesome, awesome podcasts, go to the thealbertapodcastnetwork.com. There's a ton of great podcasts. And like I said... There's a little bit for everybody, so make sure you give some a listen. Uh We're in the mess hall. If we're having a chat,
1: what and where you like to eat, and everything like that. mess podcast
0: oh hey so Mona welcome to the mess All podcast it's thank you great to have you on here um you're part of meal share
1: yes I am so
0: do you want to explain a little bit what meal share does
1: I would love to so meal share is a not-for-profit we work with restaurants and local charities to basically fight youth hunger so we have this grand scheme that Um, that we'll tell our grandchildren. I'm a little older than most people that work at Mealshare, so I'm going to tell my great-grandchildren that youth hunger used to be a problem. Um, So that's kind of our grandiose goal.
0: So when you talk about partnership between restaurants and non-profit, non-for-profit charities in fighting youth hunger. How do you guys do that?
1: Yeah. So we partner with local restaurants. So we're across Canada and also in Austin, Texas. Okay. Uh, so it's our first uh American outlet, so to speak. Um, and basically what we do is we partner with the restaurants. The restaurants brand two or three me- meal share items. So they put our little logo, the little orange plates, if you're out you can see them, put those beside a couple of their restaurant, uh, sorry, their menu items. Whenever you go out to dinner and order one of those, they make a donation to us.
0: Okay. And what we
1: do is we pull those donations and then we support charities both locally in the communities that are the restaurants are in and then also uh, internationally.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. Oh. So what local charities are you guys supporting? So
1: so in Calgary, right now we're currently working with two, Brown Bagging for Calgary Kids yeah. um, and then the Drop-In Center, okay. which was our first charity partner when we started five years ago. Yeah. Um, and then internationally, we work with Save the Children
0: Canada. Okay, cool, cool. Um, I think Brown Paper Bag is, is such an incredible um, resource. Um, I know people that have done like donations to it. Like uh, family that I know, they their two kids just turned six and four, six and three. And one of the things they did was um, they collected toonies for them for after birthday party. So they didn't get gifts. Everybody just donated a toonie, and they. Donated all that to them, so yeah, it was pretty spectacular. I thought that was a pretty cool idea.
1: Very cool. They get a lot of that. I was actually just there this afternoon. We were making cookies and granola bars and cutting up veggies for the for the lunches. Um, so our restaurant partners not only do they give money, they give their time. So I was actually with a group from the Beltliner today, okay. and they had seven of their people in. So they had their chef there, their owner, some of their front front of house staff, and they were all helping do all this work. Because um, brown bagging provides meals to about 4,200 kids every single school day, oh, geez. Um, and all of that food is prepared by volunteers, so it's nice. pretty cool.
0: That's that's a lot of meals. <laughs> it's a lot. a lot.
1: It's a it's it. Unfortunately, the number's going up, um, so it's bigger. Hunger is a little bit of an issue, but at least um, they're able to to meet that need um, right now.
0: So, what what kind of meals go into those bags? So it's a
1: it's a very simple, nutritious meal. So it's a, a sandwich, and they do. Uh, I think they do ham, turkey, pea butter, and jam yeah. um, to deal with the allergies. Um, egg salad, tuna salad, that kind of thing. So they get a sandwich, a little bag of vegetables, um, a piece of fruit, um, and then a snack. Like today we made whole wheat chocolate chip cookies. Nice. Which were quite amazing. Um, and then every about twice a week there will also be yogurt that gets put in there too. So okay. just a simple nutritious meal to get them through.
0: Yeah, it sounds pretty good. It's it sick. is. Like you said, nutritious and simple but tasty so. yeah
1: and the key is for us um, one of the things we love about brian bragging and all the charities we work with is their solution based so we want to fight youth hunger ultimately the answer to hunger is breaking that poverty cycle which is education so all of the charities we work with are they're not just giving out the meal they're looking at that bigger picture so it's pretty obvious with there the kids have to be in school to get those meals um, yeah. so we're trying to get that cycle broken
0: okay um so when you talk about youth is it Everybody from kindergarten up to grade twelve or
1: brown bagging works with kids throughout throughout the school. So from kindergarten all the way to grade twelve. The drop in center they define youth as up to um twenty four. So it's also kind of that young adult as well that we're working on.
0: That's awesome. I it's something that I think is pretty cool. So
1: we do too. I do too.
0: (laughs) Cool. Um so one of your guys' big events coming up this week. Um, poutine week
1: yeah
0: i'm excited for poutine week because there's so many cool poutines coming out from all kinds of different restaurants around the city how did poutine week come about
1: well so poutine week actually started um, in 2011 and it was actually a one-day bus trip so it was like a bus tour to different restaurants doing poutine so it was a one-day thing wasn't the whole week, um, and that started by Karen Richards, who is a professor at Mount Royal, and it was a word-of-mouth marketing class. So she wanted to see if she could get people excited about poutine just by word-of-mouth marketing. Okay. Um, so then in 2013, she met us, um, and that's where it kind of shifted to this whole poutine with perf- purpose, and that's yes. actually the new official name uh, as of this year. And so basically the poutine week or the team with purpose works the exact same way our regular program works so for every time someone buys one of those poutines at any of the restaurants they donate to us and a meal is provided to a child in need
0: and that that's pretty cool i like that i love how it just gives back to the community and not just community but nationwide as well And so
1: absolutely so um,
0: so you started from a bus trip now, how many restaurants do you have on board?
1: Um, I believe right, the last count was 87. There's a but there's over a hundred. I think there's almost a hundred different poutines because some of our restaurant partners are are those like go getters and they're doing more than a single poutine. I,
0: I saw <laughs> I saw a couple places and they're doing three places or three poutines. And,
1: Absolutely. Uh, some
0: are doing a regular poutine and a dessert poutine. So
1: I know there's so there's something for everybody. Um, inter- like you said, sweet ones, um, vegan ones. Um, Uh, vegetarian, gluten-free, so anything that's, any kind of label you've put on your diet, we can cover it with uh, Poutine with Purpose.
0: I was kind of curious about the vegan one, uh, Vegan Street Eats. (laughs) I think that's, they're they're doing a vegan buffalo chicken poutine, so I think that's a pretty awesome idea. Um, They say they have poutine gravy on it, I'm kind of curious (laughs) on what what their poutine gravy is, being vegan, so I like it. Or I guess it's vegetarian, because they have blue cheese on there as well, so...
1: Yeah, I think some of them are, you have to ask to hold some of the cheese back to make them truly yeah. vegan, but yeah. So I think they just use, like, a vegetable stock, but I don't yeah. know for sure. Because, you know, the chefs don't want to give away their secrets. No. <laughs> but,
0: but that's one of the unique items that I want to try. Um, it's so easy to go out and get a poutine, um, but there were some really, really cool ones. What ones are you going to be looking forward to?
1: Oh, it's... Oh, uh, well... This is, a, last year I tasted 14 of them. Okay. So, um, so I, I do a pretty good job of covering them all. But, so, actually, one of the vegetarian ones that I'm looking forward to trying is the Chip and Anchor. I think it's called the El Dorito. Uh-huh. Um, it's got cheesy Doritos on top. Nice. Um, so, that's going to be a good one. Um, there's also the Modern Steak one has uh, a Millionaire's Poutine, I think it's called. Yeah, I think
0: <laughs> they had frog wall. Frog
1: truffles. I mean, like if you're going to like, go big or go home. Yes. Um, and then I'm actually, in another life, I was a pastry chef. Okay. So I'm very curious. Uh, Worst has a dessert one that actually is going to have pastry fries yeah. and chocolate gravy. And I think it's graham crackers for the... Cheese curds on top, so. house-made
0: marshmallows. Yeah,
1: yeah, I know. So I, that's those are a few of them. Um,
0: yeah, I, I had a friend that made house-made marshmallows for Christmas with hot chocolate, and they were really good. So now I, oh, yeah. I think I'd like to try their house.
1: I, I make house that. When I was actually doing my internship, I actually went to France to do it, and the first thing I had to do is make homemade marshmallows. <laughs> so
0: that sounds good. Yeah. So. They
1: use the French word though; it sounds more special.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, is that something? you obviously still make it to today is like house-made marshmallows i
1: do i usually make them inspired by cocktails okay <laughs> so like a mojito one so i'll use a little rum when i make my meringue and then i'll put some mint in there and stuff
0: like no, that uh, I, I, i'm a huge rum fan so <laughs> oh there you go i think i'd very much like some mojito <laughs> okay well i'll
1: have to send you a batch next time i make them uh, <laughs> now that i got your contact we're good
0: yes um <laughs> Or if anybody else wants, that's listening makes homemade marshmallows, please send them my way. This episode of the Mess Hall Podcast is brought to you by Let's Do Coffee by the Mauji Center at NAIT. Hosted by Daniel Van Van Lien and produced by the Mauji Center for New Venture and Student Entrepreneurship at NAIT. Each episode features an interview with a student entrepreneur or Nate alumni. They dive into topics that explore their challenges, questions, and fears involved in operating their own companies comes out every two weeks, so if you want to find out more, go to the show at nate.ca slash center for more information, and back to the episode. What ones did you try last year? You said you tried 14 of them.
1: Oh, gosh, did I ever. Um, well, at the time, last year, the Guild has six different ones.
0: Wow.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think they've got a little, I think they're only four this year or something, but, you know. Um, so they had a stroganoff one that so was delicious. I also one of the other ones I loved was at the OEB the breakfast uh, sole in a bowl, which okay. is actually on their regular menu. You can get it all year round, but if but because during um, poutine with purpose it goes to helping kids, there's no calories in it when you eat it during
0: when you eat it this week.
1: So um, and it's just got mm, it's got bacon and all the good breakfast things that you need. Nice. But pro tip. It can be a little bit much with all the potatoes, so you can sub in half spinach.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: So uh, if you need a break after trying all of those poutines, you can kind of, like, sub that in a little bit. <laughs> yeah.
0: I like the way spinach breaks down. Well, I'm more of an arugula fan. I'll replace spinach with arugula, but, yeah, I like, the way it breaks down and get, soaks in the sauce almost.
1: Exactly. So. But don't go all spinach. you got to have some of the potatoes. Yes, yes. Or it's just not worth it.
0: I saw one this year. It has baby potatoes instead of fries yes
1: that is at um i'm gonna say paper street
0: yes yes yeah with their uh, lobster lobster
1: one that's another
0: butter poached lobster
1: another one on my list paper street is one of our regular meal share partners so they're uh, all year round a meal share partner Um, but that routine is not there all year round so that'll be something to try yeah yeah
0: so you're you're talking about i'm going to jump back to the (laughs) meal share part yeah how many restaurants are on the meal share program?
1: I should know this number, but it's always growing. But in Calgary, there's over a hundred okay. um, in total. We're just under five hundred, so we're in all the major cities across Canada and okay. then Austin, Texas, yeah. um, our little Texas outpost. Um, so yeah, but Calgary and Vancouver were the original two cities, so we're kind of the cities that have the most right now because we've been around for. Will be six. Our sixth birthday will be celebrated in uh, July.
0: Okay, that's yeah. cool.
1: The original two restaurants, uh, Calgary, was the very beginning. Were uh, Dairy Lane and Blue Star Diner.
0: Okay, yeah, I like Blue Star Diner. Yeah, it's a cool we, spot.
1: We love them too. So they are <laughs> what they're there are kind of a Shade and his crew are kind of the, yes. the start of Mealshare.
0: Do the, now? Do you find you'll get more restaurants jumping on Mealshare after Poutine with a Purpose? Like, do people? join poutine with a purpose and then just continue with the program
1: um, well it's, i think it's a mix we have a lot of our partners are on it already um, but it's it's kind of a great trial for some of the restaurants they get to kind of because it works the same way so every time you buy a poutine a meal is provided to youth in need and that's exactly how our program works so it okay. gives it gives the restaurants a good chance so i have to say we've got a few uh a few people participating in poutine with purpose and we're keeping our fingers crossed that we can Bring them on uh, full time. <laughs> nice, nice.
0: Um, one of the poutines that I saw is from one of my favorites, sh- um, the Trap and Gill. Yes. Uh, being from Nova Scotia, I like it. I like just some home comfort food sometimes. Yeah. And they have a shepherd's pie poutine. It doesn't seem too extraordinary, but it seems extraordinary for me because that's something that I really like. Exactly. So.
1: Well, we, maybe I'll have to go visit them, too.
0: Yeah. So. <laughs> there, but there's so many other good ones. I, I like know. I like the idea that people are doing breakfast poutines, there's vegan poutines, there's yes. like Asian-inspired poutines.
1: Oh, and, and there is a poutine burrito.
0: I didn't see that one. Yeah,
1: so Blanca has, uh, Blanco uh, on 17th Ave. Okay. They've actually done it before, and so, yeah, it's like all the goodness of poutine wrapped in a burrito. Nice. So it's like, it's a burrito, but it's full of poutine goodness.
0: I might have to go there. Yes. I, I don't know where to choose. Um,
1: it is hard.
0: Yes. Um, um,
1: expert, you know, I like to break them up by toppings, kind of beef, seafood, you know, so that I can, like, you know, make sure I'm not just eating only chicken. Okay. The, actually, the um, chicks and waffles, waffles and waffles chicks. Waffles and chicks, yeah. yeah. Theirs last year was outstanding with the fried chicken and the biscuit gravy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah
0: they're... <laughs> They have the food truck and they're also down in the farmer's market? Yeah, in the farmer's market. That's where
1: I went at uh, Crossroads. Yes. Yeah. That's where I went and had it. They were my last one last year, actually. Okay. They were my kind of
0: finishing
1: the last day.
0: It's not a bad way to finish.
1: It was a good way. It's good. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Um, So, what else are you looking forward to this year in terms of poutine? Or how are you going to break it down this year? decide to have whether you're having 10 14 or 20 (laughs) how are you going to break it down between like over 80 restaurants and now
1: it's hard well i get a little bit of a break because the kickoff is called the gravy bowl um, which is on saturday this saturday um so there are eight teams and so they're all Part, they're all participants, so you, everyone can get these poutines Anyone, but they have a little kickoff, so we have a little competition okay. where the chefs will be, there's, uh, the chefs have been paired with a local brewery. Nice. And nice. so they, the, the beer has to be used as somehow inside the poutine. Um, and then we have some judges. Uh, the, the key judge for me is uh, Chef Roy from Anjou. He was the winner of poutine, of the gravy bowl last year okay. last, um, year, so this year he gets to be a judge.
0: So he's not allowed to defend his title? Well,
1: you know what? I think maybe he may have won it more than once, so we just made him a judge. (laughs) He's got an unfair (laughs) for advantage. So I get to try eight there. So that helps me out. That kind of brings me down to like 80. Are Um, they small
0: sample sizes?
1: Yes, they're not full on. The judges get the full on treatment. Us us nobodies just get the sample. (laughs) Um, But it's still pretty good. Um, So there's a few on there that I'll try. Um, Elbow room. Is kind of interesting because you know there are, people don't think of elbow room as you know a poutine place. They think of it as a nicer restaurant. Yeah. But uh, that doesn't mean they don't know how to do poutine. Um, so yeah, honestly, a little bit of how I'm going to pick it is the restaurants.
0: Okay.
1: We're going to flirt with some restaurants that we want to come on to meal share. So if you see me there eating <laughs> your poutine, that means I want you to be a meal share partner. I mean, we want all the restaurants to be meal share partners, um, of course. But um, you know, we gotta, we gotta. Target some of them. There are some people there that still don't know it, don't know what it is. So we still have to do some some education work. So okay. I'm going to put kind of put that around.
0: Yeah, it sounds it sounds so fun. A <laughs> sort of like food trucks when there's a whole bunch of food trucks, but now you get it yes. in poutine size. So. And
1: actually, one of uh, Takeo Taco. Okay. Yeah. If, if you're a food truck fan, you know Takeo Taco Taco. Yeah. And you know they're Lucky Fries, so you know that they've got a good start for poutine because yes. their fries are so good. Um, so they're actually a partner of ours, and uh, they're coming. Uh, they are going to be out uh, with theirs. So, okay. so look for them because theirs will always be good, too.
0: So what other restaurants are part of the Gravy Bowl?
1: The Gravy Bowl. Now you're going to test me here. Um, so what did I say? Elbow Room, didn't I? Uh, Leopold's Tavern is okay. going to be there. Um, I, I should look this up. I should know this off the top of my head. I'm going through my, trying to um, look at my list here. Um, well, I guess. I'm going to look it up while we're talking.
0: What, impo- <laughs> what beer places are going to be there? And are they serving, they must be serving that beer with the Yes, bokeens. they always
1: give a little bit of a sample with it. Nice. So here we go. Now I got my list here. Okay. So uh, we have Cleaver. Yes. And they're with Rail, Rail Yard Brewery. They're doing mad cow poutine.
0: Oh, do you know what beer they're having?
1: Duh, pale ale oh, gravy.
0: So I I love um, railroad rail yard.
1: I know we have so many. We we are so lucky. We have so many great microbreweries. Yeah. Um, modern. Okay. So then we have we do have modern steak, um, and they're going to be with Brewsters, and okay. so that's their muscle poutine, nice. not their millionaire poutine. No. Gotta go into the gotta go in to have the millionaire um, elbow room as I told you there with half hitch nice um, Leopold is gonna be with Annex
0: nice
1: yellow dough yellow dough yellow door is with branded peak it's
0: a very nice another game. one that yeah. I really
1: like let's see they're doing a lamb poutine
0: ooh
1: uh, let's see branded peak southern aspect herb gravy nice sounds delicious uh, last best and the guild are working together. Um, And then Double Zero Pizza is going to be with Wild Rose Brewery. And then last but not least, we have uh, Fourth Spot, um, and they're with Cold Garden.
0: Nice. I like that there's a pizza place in there, too. Yeah,
1: exactly. Um, Fourth Spot's been a great supporter of ours for a long time, too. Yeah. Um, They've been on our meal share program for quite a while, too, so we're glad to see them out there for that, too.
0: Nice, nice. It sounds... Sounds like it's going to be an awesome, awesome event.
1: Yes. And actually, one of the unique ones that I want to try to, because I was working with the Beltliner today, we were volunteering together, and theirs is a goose poutine.
0: Oh. So
1: it's confit goose. Um, and Chef John was actually there with me today, and I said, well, what's, like, the best part of it? And he's like, there's um, crispy goose skin on top.
0: Oh. So, yeah. That sounds delicious.
1: <laughs> it's hard to choose. You're,
0: you're making... <laughs> my life difficult in a good way. I know. Um, I know I shouldn't have too, too much poutine, and I don't know how I can't have too, too much poutine now.
1: As we said, it's for the kids, so the calories just don't... It's yeah. not the same way because you're doing good.
0: I'll tell my dietitian that. <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: the key is to go with people so that you can share.
0: Yes. Um, that's something my wife and I love to do is we love to share. Um, we always try to get different things, so... Yeah. Um,
1: And I do believe that Leopold's, if you're going to go to the Leopold's one, you need to take multiple people because I think it's punch bowl poutine. Oh. So uh, need I say more? No. It comes in a punch bowl. Yeah.
0: (laughs) One of my favorite things in life um, is a big punch bowl drinks with umbrellas and little swords with cherries on it and whatever else they can throw on top. (laughs) Me too. Because it's just so ridiculously fun
1: I know this has nothing to do with what we're talking about, but uh, a few years ago I was in Hawaii with friends, and my goal was to drink every, to try every cocktail on the poolside menu, yes. which I did. And so my <laughs> reward was the, the, the end drink that comes in the pineapple with everything sticking out yeah. of it. Yeah.
0: yeah, that's pretty awesome. I
1: saved that one for the <laughs> end.
0: Oh, that sounds so delicious.
1: <laughs> it was.
0: But I think... I think beer would go way better with the poutines, so.
1: It does, true. I'm just looking at some of my other ones here.
0: Oh. Okay. The Greta one really seems really good to me. What really stuck, stuck out for me was the honey mustard cheese curds. Yes.
1: And have you, well, have you been to Greta Bar? Not yet. Okay, well, you need to go. One, because they're a meal share partner. Right. <laughs> um, but no, they their little street food concept at the back is awesome. Um, I haven't been there since they changed the menu because they're always updating their menu. But their food is excellent. And I have had their fries. And so, again, good starting point. Very good starting point. Yeah,
0: It's it's a good solid base. Exactly.
1: Because you can't, you know, you put all that lovely cheese and gravy and stuff. But if you get down, you know, when you get down to those bottom fries, they still have have to be good fries.
0: Yes, yes. Yeah.
1: And so you're from the Maritimes. Yes. Are you a fan of bologna? Yes. Because, of course, it's a maritime yes. thing, right? Well, then you need to go to Clive Burger. It's the Holy Bologna Poutine with fried bologna on it, house fried bologna. Ah. So I feel like anyone from the East Coast needs to go have that. Yes.
0: <laughs> I think I have to go to Clive Burger now. That's <laughs> You just sold me on the top of my poutine with a purpose challenge. <laughs> there you go. Um, Clive Burger. Yeah. I'm coming for you. So. Yeah, there you go. Um,
1: Holy Bologna. Uh,
0: Yes, holy baloney, that sounds so cool. So, I'm going to maybe, I said there wouldn't be anything too controversial in this podcast, Uh but I have to ask one question. Okay. This is going to upset maybe some (laughs) listeners, but I think a lot of people might, will still not agree with me. I'm a huge ketchup fan, so I'm going to put ketchup on my poutine. What about you?
1: Okay, I can't talk to you anymore. (laughs) Um, my family is known for getting kicked out of the dinner table when they ask for ketchup. Um, so I do, I do like, I think with a plain fry, ketchup. There, there's nothing better.
0: Yeah.
1: But no, yeah. not no, not on my eggs, not with gravy. No. 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 I love,
0: I love just a regular poutine with. I, I always put my ketchup on the side so I can dip it in.
1: Okay, well, at least you're not a complete animal. <laughs> you're not putting it on top of everything.
0: Well, if it was eggs, I'd put it right on top
1: of <laughs> Oh, can't do that. The but worst was my grandmother used to put it in chicken noodle soup.
0: No, I, I don't go that far. Yeah, blah,
1: blah. No. Maybe that's why I have such an aversion to
0: it. Oh, okay, yeah, I could see that. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't think I could put ketchup on my chicken noodle soup. but no. no. I, I will probably put it on my poutines. Fried bologna? Dip in ketchup. Okay, that so might good. be
1: the only, <laughs> only. But still, let's see. Let's see what the gravy is with it. Um, let's see. Hickory pecan. Oh, topped with pickles, gravy. it Just says gravy. So yeah, you might be
0: okay. I I love bologna, so <laughs> I I once I'm gonna veer off topic again, but I <laughs> I made a recipe one time. I used to make crazy recipes, um, and I thought of bologna cordon bleu. <laughs> And I thought about hollowing out a big hunk of bologna and stuffing it with cheese and ham inside. And putting a plug back on the side and then frying <laughs> it. But I never got around to it. Never did. No, but... You've just is.
1: given away your secret. It's going to be the next big thing. It
0: could be. I can't see it being the next big thing, but <laughs> if somebody's out there and they want to collaborate, I'll, I'll help yeah. them
1: out. Maybe in Newfoundland. Yes. I think it will go over really well there.
0: Yes, it could. <laughs> um, so... That's pretty much our time. Again, Mealshare. Yes. Where can people find you on social media and all of this stuff?
1: So, um, we are, uh, so on Instagram at Mealshare. Pretty easy. Um, Facebook, we're at Mealshare as well. Um, Twitter is at Mealshare YYC, and we also have at Mealshare Team. So okay. YYC is the local one; the team one is our larger one. Um, and it's our website is Mealshare.ca. Um, so if you want to find out all the restaurants that are on board, you can find that out there. Okay. And then of course you can look at Poutine with Purpose. Yes. Uh, dot is it dot com or ca? I should know that.
0: Well, I know I saw it on Twitter earlier. Yes. With- yeah, I think it was just at poutine with a purpose. Yeah, at
1: poutine with purpose. Yeah, yeah is uh, the hashtag. So, and if you're out eating it, make sure you're tagging hashtag meal share and hashtag poutine with purpose. Or our other one is oh my curd. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, make sure you tag us because then we'll know who's eating out and we can all have a conversation about what are the best poutines in town.
0: Yeah, and I'll have all this in the show notes. So, Excellent. if you're curious, just click below and you'll see it. And again, thanks for coming on. This was an awesome, awesome chat.
1: Excellent. Thanks so much for having me. Thanks. Awesome.